0: Welcome to another episode of the Transition Wrap, covering from Friday 21st to Thursday 27th of February. My name is Paul Shelton, coming to you from Transition Australia. The vast majority of people want action in this climate emergency. We want to see the transition to a low-energy, low-consumption and community-focused Australia happening, not at some point in the future, but right now. But it's hard to keep up with the actions, groups and initiatives, and sometimes this makes it hard to take that important first step from concerned and aware to actively getting involved. Well, that's what this wrap is all about, giving you a quick glimpse of the huge numbers of events that are happening across the country so you can get more active in your town. So let's get on with it. Let's start this wrap by breaking our own rules and doing a quick shout out for something this Thursday that's being held by Transition South Barwon. They're heading into Melbourne this week for Joining the Dots, Healing the Divide. As part of the Sustainable Living Festival, this session looks at the divide between the economic needs of people and the environmental needs of the planet. I think most people have experienced the money versus climate debate both in political and personal circumstances but finding a way to bridge this divide is crucial to action. This event will be held at the General Assembly Hall in William Street in Melbourne from 6pm this Thursday. Saturday is going to be a massive day but let's get to a couple of local things first. In Melbourne, Progressive Cafe Moon Rabbit will be launching a bulk buy collective with a zero waste party. The purchase of food is a really big and recurrent expense for most people, but if we don't stop and think about how and from where we're buying, we can end up spending lots of money and doing a lot of damage to the environment. Bulk purchasing allows you to sidestep this by giving you access to package free and cheaper core foodstuffs. To make this a fun day, Moon Rabbit will be putting a host of activities and even waste free baby chinos for the kids. Transition Darabin will be coming to the party with a food swap to supplement bulk goods with local produce. This all happens at the Bridge Community Centre in High Street, Preston from 9.30am to 2pm. In Sydney, the crew from Transition Newcastle will be focused a bit more on clothes than on food, with their Make It and Mend It sessions. These are all about reducing clothing waste, building community, and learning some skills to help you repair and upcycle the clothing you already have. These sessions are great opportunities to experiment with different upcycling approaches, meet people, and also learn some really useful skills. happen every fourth Saturday at Shed 7D, 50 Clyde Street in Hamilton North in New South Wales from 1pm. The Australian Government is worsening the climate emergency, which means it's up to us to force them to change course. Extinction Rebellion has been promoting a powerful way to do this through peaceful direct action. This approach has a long history of creating big change, and research has shown that if just 3.5% of the population actively applied the non-violent direct action approach, then political change would be inevitable. If this sounds like something that interests you, then watch out for XR's non-violent direct action training near you. These happen all over the country, but this week there's one in Sydney at the East Sydney Arts and Community Centre on Sunday 23rd from 9.30 to 1.30. The Transition Film Festival also continues this week based at the Nova in Carlton, Melbourne. There are a host of films all week and until the festival finishes on the 6th of March. This Friday, for example, there's a movie Convoy that follows the convoy of citizens led by ex-Green leader Bob Brown, who travelled 3,500 kilometres across Australia with the hopes of preventing the development of the potentially climate-destroying Adani Carmichael mine. Was it effective? Well, I don't really know, but after the movie, Bob Brown will be answering questions, so you can ask him yourself. There's also a couple of movies looking at the early impact of climate change, with a notes arc exploring the plight of the president of Kiribati, Anote Tong, as he struggles against international inaction to save his people and their 4,000-year-old culture. This screens at 8.30 on Friday. Closer to Home, When the River Runs Dry, is an Australian-made film that explores the disaster that is the Murray-Darling Basin and how mismanagement and greed are destroying this great environment, causing extinction-level events and displacing community. When the River Runs Dry, screens on Saturday at 2pm. There are many more interesting and informative films on offer, so check out the Transition Film Festival site for more information. In 2018, the book Drawdown was published. The book is the answer to the simple question, what are the most powerful things that we can do, either personally or collectively, to draw down carbon? The result is a surprisingly easy-to-read compilation of the top 100 approaches to removing carbon, their cost to implement, and the cost-saving that can be achieved by doing so. But this work is not done, and the Project Drawdown team have been busy promoting the work based on the book that provides the most comprehensive plan currently available to reverse global warming. If you would like to know more about Project Drawdown, then there's a workshop in Melbourne this Tuesday to learn about the 100 projects and the unique role each person can play in the transition to a thriving, just and sustainable world. This happens at the Croydon Library on Tuesday from 2 to 5pm. We're going to stay in Melbourne for a bit, but turn our gaze towards the little people in our community. Children are worried about their future and there's no stopping them from seeing and hearing scary stories about climate change. But how can we best respond to their fears? Should we try and shield them from reality? Should we support them joining the school strike? To answer some of these questions, why not join child psychologist Professor Anne Sanson and two students for a lively discussion on how we can best support children in these uncertain times. This happens at Tuesday the 25th from 6 to 8 at the Reservoir Community and Learning Centre. This climate emergency affects people in a whole different type of ways, but a big way is our mental and emotional state. This might sound secondary when the world is literally on fire, but our mental health, our community resilience and our ability to maintain hope in times of chaos could mean the difference between working for a solution and accepting the quick-fix autocratic strongman solutions. We need to find ways to cope, to move forward and to connect with others. In this session that's fundraising for BlazeAid, Clinical psychologist Dr Jared White and yoga teacher Isabel Stoner will be exploring the emotional connection between humans and our environment. Why our responses to the climate crisis can be so varied and how we can move from eco-anxiety to committed, value-based action as individuals and community. The session will be held at Emma Street, Collingwood from 645 to 9pm on Tuesday 25th. But now to our event in focus. 2019 was a big year. Whilst the federal election seemed to lock us into a climate-denial future, it was also the year that sustained mass protests led by the school strikers became a reality, as hundreds of thousands rose up to demand change. With savage fires so fresh in people's minds, there's a new awareness of the need to change. But there should be no delusion that this change wouldn't come easily. Already we've seen the government pivot from it's not a thing to it's a thing, but it's too late to do anything about it except build seawalls and bulldoze forests. The reality is that without these protests, not only continuing but growing, the government will continue to spoil and wreck not only local but international efforts towards real action. We need to put the commitment and the anger of the people on full display. So let those whose job it is to represent our interests and keep us safe, that business as usual is not enough. With that in mind, environment and sustainability groups from across the country are coming together to do just that with a National Day of Action on Saturday 22nd of February. This day is about calling on the government to act to reduce emissions through a massive scale-up of renewable energy and a just transition for those affected. We can't allow the anger and awareness about the bushfires to fizzle out at the end of summer, have people start accepting unprecedented bushfires as the new normal, or turn to cynicism and despair. There are events all over the country and the list is growing all the time. But to help you know where to go, let's take a whip around the country to call out events. In South Australia, people will be meeting in Adelaide at 10.30 at Parliament. In Queensland, they'll be meeting in Brisbane's King George Square at 1pm and also at Atherton CBD at 9am. In the ACT, they'll be meeting at Glebe Park in Canberra at 2pm. In the Northern Territory, the action will be in Darwin at the corner of Parrot Road and Stuart Highway at 9.30. In the west, in Fremantle, the protests will start at 3pm in Pioneers Park and in Victoria there will be two events, one happening in Melbourne at the State Library at 2pm whilst in Geelong things will start at 1030 at Transvaal Square. In New South Wales there's a heap of events happening at Sydney at 2pm with people at Wollongong meeting at 1145 to get to Sydney on time. In Newcastle, there'll be a meeting at Pacific Park at 2pm, while at Tamworth, things will kick off at 11am at the Town Hall. In Port Macquarie, the protest will be happening at the Town Green at 12, and in Lismore, at Kevin Hogan's office at 11. In Bega, this will be happening at Littleton Gardens at 10, and at Blackheath Gardens at 10.30. This is an impressive list of events, and it's growing all the time. But the key here is that in order to drive change, we need to overcome the business-as-usual complacency that exists in our political class. Whilst I'm not sure I love the person who coined it, the sentiment that the world is run by those who show up, couldn't be more accurate and it's time for us all to show up. So that's all we've got time for this week and that's just a tiny slice of some of the events that are going on all across the country. If you've got an event that you want some help in promoting and maybe to get included in future national wraps then take the two minutes to load it up on the Transition Australia website at www.transitionaustralia.net because the more events that we can get out there into the public the more we change the narrative from no change to no option but change. My name is Paul Shelton this has been the Transition Wrap thanks for listening I'll see you next week.